1: Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
2: Hello everyone and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie and I am your host. And there is no intro music today because I moved a bunch of stuff off of my uh, laptop because it's getting full onto my NAS and I cannot find where the silly uh, music file is. So, welcome to Kilowatt. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Apologize for missing Friday. Um, I was actually supposed to be at work on Friday, but on Wednesday I was super sick, on Thursday I was super sick, on Friday I was super sick, on Saturday I was kind of sick, on Sunday I went to bed at 6 o'clock p.m. and slept until this morning at 7.30 a.m. So yeah, um, this cold has really been one of those gotcha colds, it's not not a lot of fun. But here's the thing, last week was CES, where there was a lot of car tech announcements with electric cars, automated, automo, uh, self-driving and a bunch of announcements. And then this week is the Detroit auto show. So there's a lot of stuff to take in for this cup, next couple of, uh, days. So I apologize for missing Friday. I was really sick and I could just could not absolutely could not do the podcast. It would have been very low energy and likely, um, not as easy to understand as it is now. That's probably saying something since I'm very random. So, But here's what I'm going to do. I am going to, um, I work on thir- Wednesday and Thursday, so I'm not going to record podcasts those days. But tomorrow I'm going to record a bunch of podcasts because my Insta paper queue is just packed with all these announcements. So I'm going to go through, I'm going to uh, thin some of that stuff out And then I'm going to um, go through and I'm going to record a bunch of podcasts tomorrow. And then I'm going to release them throughout the week. And then on Friday, I'll record a new podcast. um, Kind of wrapping up whatever I didn't get to um, for the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday podcast. So five days of kilowatt. Hooray! Um, That's the only way I can really think about getting how I can get through all of this, because I think all of this is kind of uh, fun and important to talk about, but just because of uh, missing last Friday, and then there's been so much stuff that this is the only way I can really uh, get it out there. So, let's start. Uh, today, we're gonna specialize on the Model 3. What is on my the iPad there? Let's open up the iPad. All right. So this comes from Fred Lambert uh, from Electric, and this is the 2017 product roadmap for um, uh, the for Tesla. And uh, so last March there was an announcement, and that they announced the Tesla Model Three. And then later on in the fall, they had kind of announcement like Tesla Model Three announcement 2.0, but it really wasn't. It was just kind of blah. Um, but we should be hearing the final details of the model three coming up in the next couple of months, which would include what the car, the final car is going to look like, what the interior is going to look like and all the trim options. So that's fun. Um, <clears throat> make sure, uh, we're going to get the power wall And we'll talk about that a little bit also later. Um, they should start building them soon i think in february or march so they're going to start building the power walls uh, it's going to come to the us first and then um, it'll go to the other countries to other countries uh, during the first quarter which i thought so that is the update on the power wall uh, Manufacturing is going to begin on the solar roof, and uh, this is a collaboration between SolarCity, Tesla, and Panasonic. Um, they're all partnering on the project. going They're going to be built in Buffalo, New York, and uh, production is set for the summertime sometime. And uh, it's interesting. Now that Tesla owns SolarCity and uh, Grumman Engineering, it has over 30,000 employees. And as they start to ramp up on all these projects, they expect to hire more. That's insane. Um, We kind of expect to hear some announcements about the Model Y, which is the SUV that's built on the Model 3 chassis. Uh, The Tesla minibus, that's the bus that picks you up and drives around, but has no driver or steering wheel. The Tesla semi. And we may be hearing something about the Tesla pickup truck. And that is is all of that story. Let's go to the next one, which is Model 3 as well. Um, The Model 3 may be the most American-made car. Um, It's possible that 95% of the parts for the Model 3 will be made in the USA. Now, there's all sorts of um, chips and motherboards and electronics that go into this car that obviously would be made in China or someplace in that area in the Asian countries so I don't know quite how they get 95% because it seems like there's a lot that uh, a lot of the car is is made up of electronics obviously not all of it but more than your standard everyday car but one of the things that's really going to help this um, for the Model 3 is the battery the 2170 battery cell which is going to be start it's going to be it's going to start manufacturing um at the end of february and what the 2170 battery cell is it's a cell that's uh, it's cheaper to make and it's a little taller but it's more dense it holds more energy than the current cell which is like the 81750 battery cell if you're interested i can look it up can't remember 18650 that's the current battery so this one because it's a little taller and it's got it's uh, it holds more energy it can be the battery pack can be smaller slightly thicker but smaller which would allow for um, more range in a smaller car like the model 3 and the model Y when that comes out um, also the battery packs and the battery walls um, those will be power packs and battery walls. I'm forgetting what those things are called at the moment off the top of my head, <clears throat> but those will be, um, uh, a beneficiary of this battery. And actually the, the battery packs and, and battery walls, solar walls, whatever they're called, get a cup of coffee. They're going to get drink a coffee. They're actually going to get the, um, New battery packs, new battery cell technology first, obviously, because the Model 3 won't be out until, uh, let's see, the end of the year, but they're going to start building them in July. So, uh, what this is, is with the new technology and the economies of scale that Tesla is building, they'll actually reach 35 kilowatt hours of battery production a year, which will end up being 15 short of their total goal of 50 but it will end up being more than all the other banu- battery manufacturers in the world combined so out of their sparks nevada gigafactory that's where they're they're going to produce all the stuff that they're going to be the largest battery manufacturer in the world um let's see the the study about the 95% uh battery pack. I think I might have just combined two articles together because I think the next one is about the battery pack. Yep, I did. Uh the study came from the Geez COGOD School of Business at American University in Washington, DC. They did the study and uh just went through the components that Tesla could possibly use and they came up with a number of ninety five percent. Um like uh Buick and these are SUVs, but Buick Chevy Traverse, the Buick Arcadia, Chevy Traverse, and some other vehicle. I'm doing this from memory. They're currently at 90% American-made. So the Model 3 would actually be number one. And the big part of that is the battery pack, because the other battery pack, the 18650, um, a lot of that is manufactured outside of the United States. So what Tesla's doing is they're bringing all the raw materials into Sparks, And then out the other side of the Gigafactory, they're shooting out this battery. So they're building everything in-house. Let's see. The 2170 is the highest uh, density cell in the world, and it will be the cheapest. Mass production is important uh, to keep the Model 3 at 35,000. Let's see. Um, According to an analyst, I don't know you know, take this with a grain of salt, uh, analyst uh, Jennifer Lang from KGI, uh, which they, you know, they've had some, um, they've been, KGI's, uh, they they look through the supply chain and they make predictions based on what their suppliers are telling them or what suppliers are telling them. But uh, Tesla is speeding up production of the Model 3. Now that makes sense. Sorry, I had to cough. That makes sense, because if Model 3 fails, or it sucks, or whatever, um, put whatever bad thing in front of the Model 3 that you want, if that happens, that's going to hurt Tesla seriously. They have 400,000 reservations currently. I don't know what the current number is. Uh, But let's see here. 400,000 excuse me, I do some quick math, times base price of 35000 one Dude, that's $14 billion uh, riding on the line there, and they can't make their reservation holders angry, so they need to be on time, early is better, but they need to be on time with a great vehicle. So um, otherwise, Tesla Model Three might be dead in the water. So it's really important. So it makes sense that uh, Tesla is trying to get all of their, even if they're not speeding up production, it makes sense they're trying to get all their suppliers the ducks in a row, so that when it is time for production, basically just grab it off the shelf and go. So that is it for the Model Three, and those are the stories that I'm going to do today. Um, I'm. These podcasts will be a little bit shorter uh, since I'm going to go through so many tomorrow. But I wanted to talk about Faraday Future real quick because they did their announcement on January 3rd. I was going to do this whole big show on Faraday Future, but really what we got was a whole lot of vaporware, a whole lot of promises. It's going to be connected um, it's going to be self-driving. It's going to be this. It's going to be that. It's going to have it's thousand horsepower. It's going to be one second faster. Well, it will currently is one second faster than the P one hundred D Tesla uh, Model S. Um, all these promises, and when the car, when they actually announce the car, they don't have currently. They're they're losing. Faraday Future is losing. Uh, executives like crazy. So, like leaves falling off the trees in the fall, they are just dropping out. So that's one problem. The next problem is they don't have enough money to finish their factory in uh, Nevada, in just outside of North Las Vegas. Now, what's interesting, one second, I'm going to take a drink here. What is interesting is they actually took the time to show these big earth movers moving all of this dirt um, on this land in North Las Vegas, and then there's no building there. So what they did was they put a computer-generated building there, and they put the little Faraday future sign on the top, symbol on the top, and they're like, hey, hey, someday there'll be a building here. Um, By 2018 is when they want to begin uh production uh they have a long way to go and i am not a faraday future hater i don't want to make it sound like i'm a faraday future hater uh but a lot of the things that they announced i think are great in theory but they don't have a factory uh a lot of the technology that they need uh is is pretty involved and there's going to be a lot of beta testing after that you don't want to put that kind of technology in a car and just be like okay go ahead like Gmail was in famously in uh, beta for like 10 years or something like that. You can't have a car in beta and start selling it to people, especially at the price. They think analysts or reporters or whoever thinks the car is going to be between $150,000 and $200,000. Now, at these small batches, they can get a car out. But whether they can get a car out that does everything that they say it does is that remains to be seen. So rather than go through all of the great things that Faraday Future is going to do, I would say let's hold off because what's going to happen is that all those great things that they say that it's going to be able to do, it's going to start to whittle down. And it might, I mean, they showed a demo of the car parking itself, but at CES, I think it was the first one to do it was Audi. Audi had a whole demo where the car would go and Um, oh, okay. So in the video, let's, let's, I thought this was funny. So in the video, they had the mayor of North Las Vegas, pick a number, right? And the number was the car slot that the, um, Faraday future car, the 91 was supposed to go into, right? There's no numbers. They have this little fake parking lot set up, or maybe it's a real parking lot. I don't know, but there's no numbers showing what number three is. So number three could be any spot. So he says, I pick number three. And he's like, did I ask you to pick number three or whatever? Have we discussed this before? And he says, no, we have not. Well, the thing is, number three could have been any of those. It, it could be this number five could be the same spot they picked. There's nothing showing. There's not a number on the ground showing that that's number three. That would have been a lot more impressive if they had the like spray painted on the ground or marked with chalk or whatever like the number of the bins but they didn't so it was like like random number and it just went and did it well i don't think it did i think that it was already pre-planned that way um it was not a really great use of smoke and mirrors it was pretty obvious that no matter what number that guy picked it could be two million out of the 10 slots or so that were available for the car to park in um it was gonna to go to the same one. But watch the video and tell me what you think. Anyway, I really want Faraday Future to to be successful. I don't want them to fail. So I don't want that to make it sound like I don't want to make it sound like I'm wanting them to fail, but with so much promised. And quite honestly, I mean it's hard to be a speaker, and trust me. Um, I love doing this podcast. I love that everybody downloads. Um The podcast and we're growing month over month. Like last month, we saw well over double the previous November's numbers, which is awesome. It makes me really excited. But I'm not the best speaker, so I'm not calling these guys out, thinking that I'm awesome at speaking. But the the whole production was about an hour long. It It started a little late, but it was about an hour long, and it was not. It didn't hold my attention. Like, I had to really, really pay attention. I had to stop it, get up, make myself something to drink, come back, sit down to get through the whole thing. I didn't find it that appealing. A lot of the things that they announced are kind of already happening. And that's kind of the the disadvantage of where um, being, you know, kind of late to the market is it comes into play. Because Tesla's announced this stuff. Uh, Ford announced some stuff. Audi has been working on some stuff for a long time. Mercedes and BMW both last year had cars driving down the strip in a blocked off uh area automatic uh self-driving cars. So <clears throat> the stuff they announced it just was kind of lackluster. If this was 3 years ago or even 4 years ago it would have been amazing. Um the car does have a lidar in the front that pops up and uh that was kind of cool. The car itself kind of looks like, um, a crossover vehicle. It's not pretty. It's not ugly, but it's not pretty. Um, it's going to be fast, but who cares about fast, to be honest with you, um, make it, um, affordable and something that I can drive and I'd be really happy. It looks like there's plenty of room in the back and the front, although it's kind of hard to tell. Um, but yeah, that was pretty much the Faraday future announcement. It's a little underwhelming, Uh, I'll put the link in the website at kilowatt.bz and you guys can go and watch it yourself if you'd like, or you can just take my word for it, up to you. And if you got a different perspective, contact me, let me know what your perspective was because maybe I'm totally off on this. So how do you contact me? It's Bodie at 918digital.com, that's B-O-D-I-E at 918digital.com. Uh, Twitter is at 918Digital. The phone number is 918-401-0071. And if you leave me a message, I will put it play on the show. Or if you don't want me to play on the show, I will talk about it on the show without playing it. Same thing with email. Uh, Let's see. We got stickers, but don't worry about that. Um, If you can leave a review wherever you get this podcast, that really helps out, actually. And, uh, I have another podcast called oblivious and, that if you just type in oblivious in your favorite pod catcher, pod listening device site app, um, you should find it. We're now on tune in. So if you have a Tesla and you are cruising around in your car and you want to listen to us in your car, us, me in your car, uh, you can do that. So, take another drink of this coffee, because my voice is going. Alright. That is it. Uh, pretend there's music playing here. Uh, thank you so much. I will talk to you guys tomorrow, and uh, we'll see what uh, how doing a, week, a daily podcast works out. A weekly is hard enough. I, I, I'm kind of stressed out about a daily, but we'll get all this stuff knocked out. I will call the the Insta Paper, and we will get some good articles to you. There was some exciting stuff announced today, um, especially with the Volkswagen minibus. I'm super excited to talk about that. But I won't talk about it here because it'll make the podcast really long. All right, guys, thanks so much, and I will chat with you tomorrow.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
1: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
3: When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do,